Kabiso Musiya on SAFM. Okay, let's start uh, by talking horse racing then. We've got trainer Sean Terry on the line. Sean, good evening from us. Thanks for taking our call on SAFM tonight. Uh, only a pleasure. Nice to be talking to you guys. Thanks, Sean. How good is it to have the full July back in its full format after COVID disrupted the past two years? I think it's absolutely unbelievable, firstly, for our industry, um, just to give us that boost that we need. And obviously for the country and the city of Durban, I mean, it's uh, one of their major events. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, very, very happy that uh, we're back in full force and we look forward to a big day. And how would you say COVID affected your industry, Sean? I think it just about brought us to our knees. I mm. mean, we've, uh, we've really, really battled and um, uh, it, the, the game hasn't got back to where, where it belongs or to where uh, it was, but it's on its way back. And uh, we just look forward. We, mm. we can't look back. We look forward and hope for the best. So, so, so it is really more than just about the horses that July. It's the whole event. It's good to have everybody there, not just the racing. Yes, first of all, we've got a new sponsor in Hollywood. Yes, it's yes. absolute uh, fantastic for the racing event itself to have a, a committed um, sponsor that's involved in the industry, and they have spared no expense in making sure that the event is, uh, you know, back to its former glory and even better. Yeah. Let's talk about the horses now. I see you have flying carpet in the main race. The book is a view at 50 to 1. Is that correct? Are you buying that? Well, you know what? That's their profession. <laughs> so we have to, we have to uh, say that they know what they're doing in, in the way they price up these horses. But in preparing them, that's our job. And we know what we're doing when we're preparing the horses. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's, first of all, it's opinion. And mm. second of all, it's not an easy race. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. And uh, even though he's a 50 to 1 chance, I would think, you know, he's going to run better than his price suggests. What kind of a draw do you have? Are you happy with the draw? I have a wide draw, but in this instance, um, it may be in my favor because there isn't a lot of pace in the race. And uh, we may be able to use that to our advantage. I read one of the previews, Sean, and you've been quoted as saying it's an open July. And I actually looked at the odds and I see Safe Passage is the favorite at 4-1. to one. That really looks like an open race if you get 4-1 to one on the favorite. Yes, it certainly is. I mean, I do agree they have got the favorites, um, Linebacker and Safe Passage. Those do look like the right horses with the right form coming into the race. But, uh, you know, it's not always the case of Horses running to form. I mm. think uh, when I watched the July gallops on, on television, I thought a lot of them looked really good. Horses like Waterbury Lane, Do It Again, Sparkling Water, Aragrosta. So, yeah, I, I really do believe, um, you know, that the form horses will run well, but it's very possible that we get an upset. Do you expect the horse to shorten on anyone ahead of the race? I think it is so open that I don't expect the major... Mm. Major money for for one particular horse. Um, I think their odds are probably a, a fair reflection of their chances right now, and I don't see too much change um, in the in the next day or two. Mm. Is Habib on the saddle for your horse? Yes, Calvin's uh, riding for me. He's been doing really well. He's ridden three or four Group Ones for me uh, in the last year, and um, he knows flying carpet really well. And I believe that uh, he can get the best out of the horse on the day. 
And just to get your thoughts, Sean Terry, while we have you on the line on the other competitors, firstly, the big news this week has been the return of striker Stradom, P.S. Stradom, riding for the Snaith, has become so synonymous with horse racing here in South Africa in the July. How is he still going strong at his age? So, P.S. Stradom needs no introduction. Yeah. Obviously, he's a legend. He's had uh, very close to 5,500 winners. He's um, hoping to ride his uh, 5th July winner. And, uh, yes, he's been riding quite a few of my horses, actually, to, mm. to just get his fitness back. And uh, he had his first ride last weekend. He only had the one ride, and it was uh, a winning ride. So, you know, Pierce Stratton is absolutely top class. And, uh, you know, he would be a big draw card on the day. And, uh, obviously, you can never count him out. Yeah. And for our listeners, maybe some of the punters that are listening to us, who are the, some of the other horses that maybe they can look at? Uh, on the day or in the race itself? In, in, on, in the main race. In the main race. Well, I think, I think we've probably covered quite a few of them. I mean, mm. sparkling water. Um, do it again, definitely. Yeah. I think water lane, not a bad outsider. And then obviously the horses that we've, uh, we've spoken about, the fancy horses, safe passage, linebacker. Pump and power, and uh, obviously, you know, you are talking to me, so you, you have to listen to, to to my point of view on my horse. Uh, yes. You know, uh, he's a big price, and I think especially for a place, um, you know, he could give you a decent return if he had to run a place. Yeah, that's an interesting one for a place flying carpet there. Um, don't forget that one. And just overall, any horses that you like on the day? And who else do you uh, have on the day for you? I've got a horse called Blackthorn. He runs in race four. I think he's got an outstanding chance. Mm-hmm. He's owned by the sponsors, Hollywood Bet. So we're hoping that that all lines up on the day. And then um, in race five, I've got a thing called Sweet Pepper. She's unbeaten. And I'm hoping she can keep her unbeaten record. I would say those are my two best for the day. But I think I'll be competitive throughout the day. Okay. And how's the weather looking in Deben? What are you expecting on Saturday? It's been great, and I think we are expecting a sunny day. So uh, it's all systems go to have the July back on track, the Hollywood next July, and uh, we are ready from our side at Sean Terry Racing. Okay, wonderful, Sean. All the best. Thanks for being able to take our call tonight on, no SA, on SAFM. Keep well. Take care. Ciao. Thanks, Sean. Sean Terry, um, well-known trainer. If you are in the horse racing industry, just like the Snaith, Justin Snaith there. Um, who else? Mike DeCock, obviously the legend uh, that everybody talks about. Whenever you back a Mike DeCock horse, you always at least guaranteed something. That's what they also say about P.S. Trader. Eh? If P.S. Trader is on a horse, you're guaranteed to get something from Striker Trader. I can't believe he's still going strong at the age of 56 and uh, still riding in the main event of the July. So uh, look out for Striker. We've actually had him on the show as a guest on Flashback Friday where he's, he, he just spoke about um, his racing career and also going overseas. I think he's been in Hong Kong also and, 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 and in Europe also racing. Uh, but he's still going. Pierre Stradham. He's made a lot of people rich. Pierre Stradham, if you're one of those who Pierre Stradham has made you rich or Mike DeCock, let us know. 061-4104-107 is the number for voice notes. You can also call us on 011-714-2006. It really does look like an open race. You know, usually you get the favorite to be like very, very short. But if the favorite is 4 to 1, safe passage. Uh, Linebacker is 5 to 1. Sparkling Water is 7 to 1. There's, mm, there's what is it? Pump and power. Oh, pump and power is eight to one. 
and then last year's winner Com um, Comet Dideng. That's the one that was ridden by um, Kevin Lerina's brother, Kevin Lerina, last year. So that horse is um, 25 to 2. What's 25 to 2? That's about 12 and a half to 1. Then you've got Hoodsprayed at 14 to 1, Aragosta 14 to 1, Jet Duck at 16 to 1, Zapatillas uh, 16 to 1 also. So yeah, there's great value here. Bulgarian 8 to 1, ridden by P.S. Tradom. Hmm, looks good there. A Bulgarian 25 to 1, sorry, not 8 to 1, 25 to 1. That's the snake's horses there, so always worth a chance on a PS Stradom and you go all the way down the line up until you get to second base and flying carpet at 50 to 1. Imagine if a 50 to 1 horse wins the Deb in July. That means anything you put down, you just times it by 50 and that's how much you will win. So if you put down 100, you times that by 50. That's how you, you how much you'll win. If you put down 1,000, you times it by 50. You'll win 50,000 if, if, if this 50 to 1 horses win the main race at the Deb in July. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to speak to Rachel Venica. She was supposed to be the first female jockey to take part in the July this weekend, but unfortunately as I mentioned, she had an accident uh, earlier in the week or a freak incident. She'll tell us more about it and just how she feels and how her recovery is going. At SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. And we're now joined on the line by jockey Rachel Venica. Rachel, good evening. Thanks for being able to speak to us on SAFM tonight. Good evening. Thank you for having me. It's only a pleasure. Thanks. Good to hear in good spirits, Rachel. How how are you recovering though after that incident? Yes, um, it's not an easy road. I'm, I'm still in a bit of pain. I've got quite bad whiplash. Um, but, you know, just taking it easy for the next few days and then I'll start uh, getting back into the racing. Mm. So what exactly happened there on Monday? Uh, yeah, it was, a very, it was very much a freak accident. Um, the filly I was riding in the last race, unfortunately my last ride as well before July Day, uh, she got a bit agitated in the pins and fly jumped, which meant she actually threw her whole body weight upwards instead of forwards. And my head made the contact with the top of the starting gate, which mm. knocked my head back, gave me the whiplash, and I fell out the saddle. What was it as, uh, when the gates were opening? Yes, so as oh, the start was affected to the race. Uh, I see. And, and then we, we read also, we heard that you were concussed a little bit. How's that? Yes, so that's coming right very well. Um, I have been in touch with the academy nurse. She mm. is helping me on my recovery with that. They test you often and we do something called a return to sport, which is kind of like some exercises to rehab me back and make sure that all my balance is fine and that I'm ready to return into the saddle again. Mm. And have they given you a time frame? What are the expectations? Uh, so I've been booked off for 10 days. I'm not allowed to race. But after that, I should be back good to go. Okay, great. No, that's good. Then we hope you make a full and speedy recovery, Rachel. Um, but how big a disappointment is it then? Or how have you taken the fact that you're going to miss the July now? There was so much excitement. People were looking forward to seeing you uh, take part in the, in, in, in the July. Yeah, it is quite devastating. Um, for the sort of first two days after my injury, I was um, very upset that it's not going to happen. But, you know, you've just got to keep your head up and look forward. Um, there's always next year, and I'm sure I'll be back stronger next year. And the year after that, I've got a long career ahead of me. So so were you going to ride the same horse? Which horse were you riding in the July? Sorry. Uh, this year, I was going to ride Red Saxon for trainer Joe Soma. Oh, Red Saxon was your horse? Yes. And was it a horse you're familiar with? Yes, I've been really enjoying the process. I've been working him every day since I found out that I was going to ride him. So for the past sort of two, three weeks, I've been riding him. Mm. I rode him at the July Gallops 
last Thursday. Did you fancy your chances or what were you hoping to, to achieve just by being in the July? Or the fact that you are there, is that an achievement um, enough becoming the first female jockey to race in the Deb in July? Yes, of course that would have been. Um, but you know, the July is always a very open race and mm. it's all luck and you never know what might happen. And they always say, you know, if you've got a ticket, you've got a chance. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't have a ticket, you don't have a chance. It's as simple as exactly. that. Exactly. You can't win a race from the bench. <laughs> Even if you're a betting person, if you don't have a ticket, you don't have a chance of picking 100%. a winner in the July. <laughs> yes. And, 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 and Rachel, like I said, I mean, the headlines were about you being the first female jockey. Is it something that you had embraced the significance of what you are about to do? Yes, definitely. Um, of course, you try and sort of just push out your mind to make sure that you ride the best race possible. Mm. But it is really an incredible feeling to be doing something that I've always dreamed of. Yeah. And and how would you describe the state of horse racing in the country at the moment? Um, it's looking a lot better. We've come through COVID. Thank goodness we survived that. Um, during COVID, it was very difficult and a lot of people took strain. But it seems to be improving and it's very exciting to have a full capacity crowd back for the Durban July. And as far as female representation is concerned when it comes to the jockeys, are we having a lot of females uh, taking up, uh, becoming jockeys like you? Um, Unfortunately not. At the moment, I am the only female jockey and apprentice in the country. And why do you think that is? Um, That's a very difficult question to answer. Um, No one really knows, but it is a very difficult industry to work in. And how have you been received then in this industry, if you're the only female? How has it been for you? Lucky for me, it's been quite smooth. I have worked in racing for quite a while before I became a jockey. So everyone knew me quite well. And for me, it's been quite a smooth and easy journey. Well, not easy, I wouldn't say that. But I mean, it's been a not too bad. Is it something that you set out to do or were you sported and somebody said, look, you're the right height, you have uh, the, the right physique. Don't you want to become a jockey like some of the guys? <laughs> Actually, furthest thing from it, I grew up show jumping. Oh, wonderful. Uh, I started riding track work um, when I was still in my grade 8 at school. And right from the outset, they all said, you have no chance of being a jockey. You're too tall and you're too heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I weigh the whole of like 53 and a half kilos. Um, but to them, that's too heavy. And I just really set my heart on becoming a jockey. And a couple of the trainers helped me to get into the academy. They... Mm didn't really want to take me and it was quite a struggle i got my education i completed my matric mm-hmm. and then eventually i got into the academy with the help of um a few trainers and the rest is all history wonderful and how long were you in the academy for are you still in the academy i'm still in the academy this is actually my second year there oh is it so how long do you have to be there for or do they judge your progress and then you can pro- you can mo- move on so we've got a, a rule now where if you've ridden 60 winners and you've completed three years of racing experience, then they'll qualify you to be oh. a fully-fledged jockey. Okay, wonderful. And and what are the plans for you, Rachel, then going forward? Is this something that you, you want to do, you want to take up as a career? Can you even take up uh, being a jockey as a career? Yes, so already I'm actually a professional jockey. I earn my living from that. I'm just still registered as an apprentice. Mm. So we make a decent living as jockeys working right up until we, most of them make it to about 50, 60 years old. Um, I will definitely follow it through as my career. Um, and we just got to see what country I end up in, whether I stay here or if I get an opportunity to go overseas. 
And where are the opportunities overseas? Hong Kong, is it Europe? Yes, so there's Hong Kong, Japan. Um, there are opportunities in America, England, Australia, New Zealand. Sort of all over the world. It's a very open industry. Yeah, you can you can go on for a long time because we see PS Tradom is still going strong at the age of 56. This is somebody that you probably would you would have known growing up and being interested as a jockey. What do you make of his longevity, PS Tradom? He is an incredible jockey. Um, he's looked after himself very well. Um, it's really incredible to see him back in the irons um, because when he took his first retirement, I'd only just sort of started racing professionally. And we actually were talking about it his first meeting back uh, last weekend where he rode Nexus for Justin Snape was the first time I'd ridden in a race with him. So it's, oh, it's incredible. Wow. Yeah, and he's, he's an absolutely incredible jockey. Oh, wow. And, and growing up, do you have any jockeys that you would have looked up to or any favorite horses? Yes, um, I've, I've always got so many. The list goes on and on. Uh, sort of starting off as a work rider, my sort of mentor favorite jockey was Stuart Randolph. Mm-hmm. He won the July in, I think, 2008, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he He's always looked after me, and we got quite close. He taught me a lot. Oh, great. And, of course, Anton Marcus has always yes, been yes. one of my absolute favorites. Oh, great. And in your opinion, who's the greatest South African horse for you, Rachel? Oh, I've got to be a little bit biased and say, uh, do it again. Do he, it again? He's incredible. I mean, to win two Julys and place fourth in his last one, mm. he is really amazing. And, of course, I'm a bit biased because I've done a lot of track work on him. Um, he's just an absolute pleasure to work with. And how, how do you see him performing at the July this, this weekend? I think he'll be a big runner. Um, I, I mean, you, you, you've got to imagine he could make history by making it three in a row, but... Uh, you, I think he'll run a big race. He'll be right there. Whether he wins it or runs a place, I'm not sure, but I'm sure he'll be in there and involved in the finish. Mm. And where does Horse Chestnut rank for you, Rachel? Horse Chestnut? Yeah. That's quite an old name. He was a That's, bit before yeah. my time. <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously, of course. Rachel is only 21. Jeez, I'm showing my age here. I'm in the yeah, era of <laughs> Horse Chestnut and the likes of Dynasty and all those horses. A pocket power. Okay, pocket power, you should know. Yes, no, I know Pocket Power. He was yeah. in my farm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And just a bit of background. Where, where are you from, Rachel? So I'm born and raised in Somersault in KZN. Okay, wonderful, Rachel. Thanks for taking our call. We just wanted to speak to you just to check how you are recovering freshly and just encourage you to keep your head up. I'm sure you'll be back in the July and you still have a chance to make history. Thank you very much. Yeah, you'll see my name there again. Okay, so give us a tip for the July. Oh, that's a difficult one. As you said, it's open. <laughs> uh, this year, if anyone, I think I'd say Omatana for Decock. Okay. Mike Decock horse? Yes, Mike Almutana is 25 to 1. That's great oh. value there. <laughs> now it's an open yeah, race, so that's good value there. Exactly. You never know. Okay. Great stuff, uh, Rachel. Uh, keep your head up, like I said, and um, we look forward to seeing you in the July and just to seeing you also just uh, for the rest of the season. Thank you so much, Jack. Thank you, Rachel Venica, speaking to us. She was said to become the first female jockey to take part in the July. She told us that she was 
I'm going to ride Red Saxon. Uh, but unfortunately, she had that freak incident there where um, the horse was agitated when the gates opened up on Monday and uh, she suffered a co- bit of concussion and whiplash. So there is a time period where she needs to be out. Uh, she can't race, she can't compete until she completes that time period. So she won't be able to take part in the July this weekend. But she's the only female jockey in South Africa. Sure, that's not... That shouldn't be like that. Surely we should have more. Uh, we should try and work on getting more female jockeys than, um, in, 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 in the country there and spread the net out wide, cast the net out wide also. Uh, but um, yeah, let's hear from... Okay, let's take a break and we'll speak to Cabello after this break.